Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we review the Bare Naked Ladies songs alphabetically from 7 to Y. I am joined this week by Michelle, who is a beauty, a one in a million girl. Why would I lie? <laughs> we hope that Aaron will be able to join us later by phone, but he's in Jamaica right now, so he will be quite relaxed when he calls us. Yes. <laughs> And this week, I'm excited to quietly be talking about this song, Call Me Calmly. Yeah, Call Me Calmly. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> you and I were meant to be, even though you don't know me. I don't even know your name. And do you think that you know mine? From Born on a Pirate Ship in 1995. Yes. This is, of course, the first album without Andy, and he is sadly missed on the song. He would have added something very interesting, I'm sure. For sure. This song could have definitely done with some congas. That would have made this over the top. Yes. So, um, it's a Stephen Page song, and interestingly enough, setlist.fm only has this song ever being played once in concert. Really? Yeah. I'm, like, shocked. That's crazy. I wonder why. I don't know. It's so weird. Because I like this song. I mean, we'll get to it, it more later. It seems like a pro, uh, an, an easy song to do in concert. It's very lively, and it's very... It seems like it'd be one that would get the concert going. Yes, exactly. I was trying to find... Oh, I got too calm listening to the song, so I couldn't reach the words I wanted. <laughs> Now, you have a list here of the the instruments. You have the, the liner notes there in front of you, I saw. I do. I dug out my CD that I purchased back in the day a few decades ago. Because was this your... Broken. I think this is oh. the first... My case is like a disaster. <laughs> Here's the actual CD. Um, but this, I think, is the first Bare Naked Ladies CD that I ever purchased for whatever price. It, wow. Now, it says Words and Music by Stephen Page. Right. With Mark Fewer on first violin, Max Mandel on first viola, Anthony Rappaport on second viola, and Mary Catherine Finch on the cello. Wow. Now, normally I do all my research on this and I have all the names and who, the, what they've done. I didn't do that this week. I feel really bad. But I did spend That's all okay. last night. <laughs> I did spend all last night watching Stephen Page live in, from the front row. So oh, you have I an thought, excuse. I had, I had a good excuse. I think that's oh. the perfect excuse. <laughs> How was it? Was it amazing? Oh, it was perfectly. It, it was just perfect. It was exactly what you'd expect from a Stephen Page concert. Mm, nice. And he and Kevin uh, Fox and Craig Northey had amazing chemistry. They were laughing and joking. They went off at one point and did a 20-minute improv on the, on a song that they made up right there in the moment of oh. the sound your pants make. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. I bet it was awesome. Did they do Jane? They did. 
Oh, the strings. I've seen live versions of that on YouTube and such. And the strings, it just like... It's gorgeous. It cuts right into the deepest part of your soul. And it just like that's... It's so great because like the song has grown up with us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's beautiful. So I'm excited that you got to see that. That's great. And it was like he had listened to us because the song that they finished with, their last song of the night... Call and answer. No. Yes. Oh and it was my God. just as amazing as you would imagine. Uh. And Stephen did something I've never seen any other singer or performer ever do. So there was a person, like, I'm literally like five feet from him from the stage. And there's another person across the aisle who was heckling all night. Or trying to add in their 10 cents. Like they were, between every song, they were throwing their own 10 cents. And not quietly, like full range, like, Stephen, I want you to hear me kind of statements. Well, Stephen, like, rolled with the punches amazingly throughout the whole show. And then he gets to the last song of the set. So Stephen's talking about about Susan Collins and how we need to all call her and we need to... Wow. He starts going about talking about how we need to call Senator Collins in this time of need. We need to make sure that we make our voices heard because his senators really aren't going to make a big difference in this, but ours will. Yes. And the person from the audience that has been vocal all evening says, don't go there. So Stephen goes... No, I'm going to go there. This is my show. (laughs) And so then they try refuting and arguing with him. And he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is my show. These songs are personal to me. So it's like you're not listening to my songs at all. You know what? You can just leave. Matter of fact, and and they still, they keep trying to argue. They try to say like, well, I paid to see you. He's like, no. I'm serious. Like, I'm not playing anymore until you go. So just go. And like, audience members are like, leave, come on. We want to hear this. Like, so finally, like she's, she continues and, and it's her a woman. Boyfriend, yeah. It was a woman. Oh my yep. God. I'm picturing that it's a man. It's a woman. It what was a woman and, and, a, wow. and her boyfriend as well, who was extremely vocal and just like, continued to try to argue and he's like this isn't a conversation this is a this is a concert this is me expressing my views and if you didn't want to hear that why did you come and like just he was not gonna back down and then at one point like at, at a certain point he's like you know what and they just like unfortunately i had like it all set up to record the last song because i knew it was coming and he just, because this argument, he jumped right into Brian Wilson. I missed the first 10 seconds of Brian Wilson. I'm like, oh, man. Because <laughs> I didn't want to get the argument. I was done with it. Right. Did they leave? They left after Brian Wilson before they came back on for the two-song encore. Hopefully this is not the case. But Stephen did not come out afterwards and sign anything. And I was like, I hope that woman did not ruin it for the rest of us. That he is like, I just don't want to come out and, and talk to these people. He did thank everyone else in the audience for putting up with this woman. So, but I've never seen a performer like stand up to someone like that. Like, you know what? No, we're, we're, we're pausing everything till you walk out of here. And good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Cause it, he is right. The people have become too much empowered and believing in their entitlement 
This isn't a conversation, people. It is a concert. <laughs> I was just going to say that is totally the effects of social media and just having instant access to whatever you want and like being able to blast a post on Facebook or blast a direct message on Instagram. Like people are just used to running their mouth and don't even think about it. Like you would never, ten, even 10 years ago, you would never do that. No. And num number two, she must not have listened to the lyrics of his album. I mean, it's pretty clear. <laughs> it's very clear. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, listen to it once. And you don't even have to listen that hard. It's pretty clear, lady. Oh, White, white Noise leaves no question about where he stands on things. And it's interesting, too, that he, because he lives in the States now, doesn't he? He's in Buffalo, New York, isn't he, or around yeah. that area? Yeah, upper, so upper state. Upper, yeah. At at XYZ address. No, I don't know where he is. Um, <laughs> I, but I just, I wow. Well, yeah. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad that was good. But, like, the audacity. I know. It just shocks me. But the, the good part was it was an amazing, like, it was it was wonderful to see Steven be the improv Steven that I yes. know from the early days. Yes, like the magic's still there. There oh, it is. Oh, very much. There it you, is. You get him in with the right group, and he just has a grand old time. And he nice. and Craig and, and Fox were just like, sitting there and just going and at certain times fox was just standing there like over with his cello just standing there watching them go because he's like this is what they do all the time <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. it was fun god that's great all right so back to the episode anyways yes. that's why i have no details on a lot of stuff this week so <laughs> that's quite all right um, but I do love the brass in this song like it is used so spectacularly yeah, I love the energy of the song. You can tell it's one of their early, like it's got the youthful energy. Not that they don't have energy in their later albums, but it's just that driving force. You know what I mean? I yes. Just, I enjoyed it. I think this song suffers from from poor placement on the album. Agreed. You know what? I love that you said that because... When I knew that we were doing this song this week, I'm like, well, I know that's from Born on a Pirate Ship, but what one is that again? And as soon as I put it on, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. But it's such a um, segue song into Break Your Heart. You know what I mean? So it's right. just like it's it's to get it's like a, a song that transports you. It doesn't really it's not a song you stop and listen to. It gets you from one song to the other. Well, just before this is Old Apartment. So literally, yes. like, you've got two, like, big hitters right next to it. And this yes. is an amazing song stuck between these two big hitters. And so it gets, like, I will admit, I skip this song all the time. And listening to it tonight and stopping, I was like, why have I ever skipped this song? Yeah. It's a great song. For me, it'd be like, I'm picturing myself in my house listening to break your heart uh, to um, the old apartment and getting sucked into the song and then call me calmly comes on and I do some laundry or like I get I get do the dishes or put some stuff away and then break your heart comes on and I stop and listen to that so it's just like it's in the background and I'm hearing it but I'm not stopping to pay attention to it this song should have been it's number eight on the album it should have been yes. much earlier on the yes. album 
This should have been the pickup like early in the album when they're like, you know what? Now we're going to, this isn't our like lowest song. That's usually like number one, like number 11 is your worst song. Number one is your second worst song. And then you start to build from there. This, it wouldn't this be belongs bad. at like number four. It wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I was going to say like after Straw Hat and Old Dirty Hank, like you're still in that mode of yes. mania, you know, that fast paced driven energy. And this would kind of continue along. Well, and thematically, it would go really well after Straw Hat, Dirty Hank. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what I like... Right. Right. So not just musically, other. but but lyrically, like it belongs right there with this really weird type of like we're gonna delve into the other world that we don't live in. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. I love the beat. It's very Latin. Yes. And Steven shows on his new solo album how much he truly loves Latin beats. He really does. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, and it's it's perfect with this song. It just works yeah. so well. Yeah. I agree with you about the congas, though. Like, Jim would have, not Jim, um, Craig. No, is that his name? Andy. Why am I blanking? Andy, who's Craig? <laughs> I don't know. Craig Northy is the one that plays with the, with Steve now. That's why. I'm like, why? I know Craig isn't right. Andy, definitely, with his percussion and such, like, would have been an interesting feature in this song, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so let me, let me switch over here. We don't have, we don't have Aaron this week. Um, but... Because we're missing Aaron, I did bring in a very special guest star. Andy decided to write, or Andy, Aaron decided to write <laughs> all his lyrics. Oh. And, uh, or all his notes. And um, so I decided to bring in a special guest star to read his notes. Wonderful. So, so I got Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir, Sir Patrick, will you please come in here? I know you have a cold and you're not going to sound right, but. You know, could you just come in here oh, and just read great. Aaron's stuff for us? That would be wonderful. Yes, Tracy, that that's exactly what I'm here to do. So, Call Me Calmly is about 174 beats per minute. Now, it is in the key of C major, which is really interesting because the song is anything but calm. It, this song has an interesting rhythm. Almost a Latin feel with a double quarter note string at the end. Also interesting is the chord progression. It bounces around and mostly alternates between the tonic and the fifth. But if I left the analysis there, it would be doing the song a grave disservice. I hear in this a one six. Five, four, three, one progression. So we have this initial leap from the tonic to the major sixth. Fairly standard, but then the chords walk back down. It's nothing crazy and abstract. It's not 12 tone scales, but it's outside of the realm that would normally describe as BNL's comfort zone. However, one of the things I have come to really love about BNL is that they are not afraid to experiment and do odd and interesting things, which is a little unusual. 
I'm going to make a comparison here. It's not the one that you think I'm going to make. This song does not necessarily remind me of They Might Be Giants. Okay, it kind of does. A little bit. But it reminds me even more of Ungo Boingo, Danny Elfman's awesome goth punk ska band from the 80s and 90s. The first couple of times I listened to this tune, I focused solely on the music, as I always do. So I was absorbing some of the lyrics via osmosis, but it was all subliminal. I was too busy tapping the tempo and playing the keyboard to get the chords to really allow to penetrate. No pun intended. Okay, pun intended. So I assumed this was about a one-night stand. But after listening and focusing on the lyrics, it seems like it was written from the perspective of a prostitute? It's an interesting song, and I like the melody, especially the bridge. Par for the course for a Stephen Page tune. I'm not sure that I would place it high up in the pantheon with some of the best. Alcohol, Brian Wilson, Alternative Girlfriend A. But it, it is certainly a solid tune, and I think that I like it more than, say, Bag of Bones. I think I'm going to rate it at a very respectable 3.86 aces, just above the theme to Big Bang Theory, but a few subtle notches south of Am I the Only One. Ultimately, I dig this song, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you. Very nice thank you sir patrick stewart that, that was wonderful I'm, I'm glad he was able to come in he didn't sound very good though he's he, he really need to take care of that voice sir i think something's going around yeah <laughs> hope he i hope he sounded better on that new the new star trek episode that's coming out soon so oh god i can't yeah. wait for that i'm excited I'm, I'm very excited to see him in that i don't know if you've ever seen his tv show that i think he did on on showtime um where he plays a journalist it is absolutely hilarious i wish i could remember the name of the tv show now oh um, i don't I'm, think so i'm gonna pull it up because i love this show enough that i want to make sure i plug it it is fantastic blunt talk oh i've not heard of that if you've never seen blunt talk it was done in 2015 2016 they didn't bring it back um unfortunately after the second season but it was absolutely hilarious and i wish they, they, they had kept it going it, he plays a character he's never done before that i've seen and it's just it's awesome to see him in that role interesting oh i'll have to check it out all right so back to our our discussion we've we've subverted a few times here tonight yes yes so, let's talk a little bit about the lyrics yes um i thought sir patrick stewart brought up a good point on behest of Aaron. Um, you know, like we had already established, you and I, this is not a song. Like, I've listened to this song a thousand and one times, but never paid attention to it. And so I always kind of, especially during the time that I was listening to it, like it was in my 20s when I bought the thing, and it just kind of sounded like this um, tawdry relationship, as you do in your 20s. Like, I just thought it was the kind of messy relationship song. And then today... <laughs> 
when I was listening to it, really, I was like, wait a second. And that's what caused me to pull the CD out and pull the liner <laughs> notes out. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me just take a look and see what the lyrics are and played it again. And I was like, I think this is about a call girl. It or is. A- a prostitute i was like oh my god and the whole the line you know and my favorite line has always been um i won't judge and i won't tell and i'll forget you when you're gone i thought that was another like break your heart type of line like you know and now i'm rid of you so i just was like that's brilliant but now it's like oh i'll forget you when you're gone because i'm a prostitute and you know there's just gonna be another person like oh yeah I feel like I don't know how to feel about the song. I love it still, but it's like, oh, this has a whole different meaning than what I thought. And the lyrics, like, it's not like, it's not one of those songs where you're like, oh, no, we're making up this meaning. No, this is, like, he's never come out and said it, but there's no other way when you look at the lyrics that this could be anything but, especially when he starts talking about all you ordinary stiffs. Right. And, and the, all of the secondary puns that he throws in throughout this song are amazing once you have that, that view of it. Had we chosen to actually pay attention to the lyrics over the last 23 years, we would have known what the song was about oh definitely i heard enough and i made it work for my situation and i was like yep i get it this is great i'm 25 da 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 whatever oh no it's a whole different thing (laughs) (laughs) so you i wish i had i wish this was a video podcast because the the look on my face when i realized what it was just i was stunned (laughs) <laughs> this reminds me a lot of of that song she's a beauty where i yes. was so naive for so long and about that's a what great song that is actually one of my top five favorite songs ever in my life like it's so great the 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 vocal quality of the tubes is so good and just the melodies and like it's a great song it's so good and it's sort of like when you i again I, i'm with you there like your whole world shifts oh yeah the whole song turns. sounds so different once you know that but yeah. steven does such an amazing job with this song with uh, with hiding what he's saying the great thing about this song is even though it's about the topic it's about, I can play this song with my kids in the car. <laughs> right, because he's so good. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing to sit here and like, there's actually a little bit of joy in my heart knowing that I know what this song is about and my kids don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they won't until they stop in their 40s and look at the lyrics and go, oh... Wow. wow. I I didn't realize. So you've got, you know, a good three decades to go before they really figure it out. Oh, yeah. And then by then, then they'll just be like, okay, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's hilarious. It was shocking, though. I was shocked that I had. I had no idea. I just thought it was a another Stephen Page messed up relationship song. Oh, yeah. Like. I did, and then I, because it's always been a pass-through song, 
get me from one song to another. I'm not really paying attention. I'm hearing enough. It's a catchy beat. I can get my dishes done. But today, that all changed. <laughs> now, did you catch... I happened to, like, on the third go-around, when I was actually looking at the lyrics, because I did the same thing that you did, where I was like, on the sec- on the first go-around, like, I got to the third verse, and I'm like, wait a minute, I think I think I know what the song's about. So I pull out the lyrics on the third time around, I'm listening to And in the second verse, he changes the lyrics. It's not, what is the lyric that he's leading into about cards? It doesn't, it's, I think I'll roll the dice or something like that. Yes. Or, Basic service, 60 bucks, I'll roll the dice, you try your luck. But it's not that in the song. In the song, he says you deal to your cards or something along yes. your line. So he changed it back, which is a better analogy because he continues going with the poker analogy from there. Right. It's so interesting. <laughs> Oh, that Stephen Page keeps us on our toes. And I love the, a pair gets me a weekend rent, a straight gets even more. <laughs> so many things that could be referencing. Oh, big time. And it's, it, the other thing to mention is like in the middle of the song, they do this really weird thing where they're talking about obviously the call me thing. And he said, if they have the line, at least you could say you tried, but they do it with a telephone receiver type sound. <laughs> I I feel like Born on a Pirate Ship is, like, as an album, I don't know that it really gets the credit it deserves, but it's so darn good. And it's because of, the, it's the layers of it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you you have to go spelunking into the album to really dig into it you know what i mean like yeah it's a great album the other thing i love about this song is what steven is doing throughout the song but he does it with the title of the song the song is about a call girl the name of the song is call me <laughs> i mean come on <laughs> but He's it's about calling <laughs> hidden in plain sight i know He's he like I think he's more of a genius than I give him credit for, and I totally give him credit for being a genius. But that's like right in your face. Yeah. And I didn't even see it. No, for so long, and I was sitting there going, "Oh, this is about a call girl, call call girl." Ooh. Oh, ha ha ha! Good one. I did not get that. <laughs> right. That's crazy. Oh, no, I love this song. Yeah, so. me too. All right, so let's talk about ratings. Why don't we jump in? Sir Patrick Stewart so, already shared uh, shared Aaron's ratings. <laughs> yes, and he called it aces, I believe. I can I can go with that. I was gonna call it. Um, uh, what did I have here? Hold on. I think I had the um, basic services. Yeah. Basic no, services. How many basic the, services? Yeah, but then. Sir Patrick Stewart said aces. We can go with aces. Um, so, you know, I love the song. It's not one that I listen to, uh, or historically I've not listened to it, as I've already stated, just because, like you said, it's it's wedged between two powerhouses. And it's almost like, and maybe they did that on purpose to, like, give us a break. You know, maybe, like, but... Cleanse, cleanse the palate. But this song could be so much better better in a different place on the album um, i agree like if you were going to have a third single off this album this should be the third single off this album right right exactly 
I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so I gave this song four aces. Nice. It, you know, like I like it. I definitely listen to it if it's on. I just don't pay attention. But now I can't not pay attention. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you? How many aces do you give this song? I'm going high again. Um, yep. This song really got me this week. It it really pulled me in uh, a lot more than I was expecting it to. Like peop- the ones off this album, I expected to rate really low because it was it, of the all the albums that came out prior to Stephen leaving. This one and maybe you should drive were the ones I listened to the least. Right. Listening to this, though, and actually having to examine it, like, it has skyrocketed in my ratings. It is a 4.5 aces. Wow, nice. It's it's almost a full straight. Like, this is right up there. (laughs) No pun intended. I'd be paying through the nose if I had to. Yes. So this, uh, Call Me Calmly, shoots up into our rating system. It's tied with Big Bang Theory. So that's right below All in Good Time and right above Back. Oh, that's a good spot for it. I like that. Yeah, it's a good spot. It's a good spot, definitely. It's so interesting to go, like you just said, you know, we go through and re-examine these songs and it's like, oh man, I forgot or I didn't even know how great that song was. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it brings a whole new appreciation for some of these. <laughs> Definitely, definitely 100%. So appearance fact for the week. Um, I'm going to bring it to a song that we're not going to cover. We're going to skip over this next week um, or the week after. I'm not sure which where it would have fallen. On the, on the Bare Naked Ladies Are Men on the Stick version that they released that you could buy at the concerts when they were doing the tour... They had some ad libs. So this is actually recorded stuff, but I'm not going to have us cover any of the ad libs in the show. Like, because they did too many ad libs and we'd be here forever. Oh my God. Oh my God. But it is on Bare Naked Ladies, Our Men on a Stick. Um, And it's called Canadian Hosers. It is absolutely hilarious. They talk about a fight between Katie Lang and Alanis Morissette. Tyler joins into the improv. Um, their, their improv goes way, way back. So, like, their improv goes all the way back to their first show that they ever did. Like, that's that's when they started improving because they didn't know their lines. And they just had fun with it. And they've been literally doing it ever since. Um, and they're good at it. They are. They are amazing at it. So... And, and I think both Steven and Ed are amazing at it. Steven showed last night that he has not lost anything. Ed has shown that he has not lost anything. It's sad to not hear them doing it together. Mm, but yeah. if you get a chance to go see either of those two groups together, do so. I, I was really happy to hear you say that Steven was still up to that stuff because... I mean, that is really where he just shines. You know what I mean? And Ed, too. I mean, the two of them together doing that, that's where the magic is. So it's nice to hear that Steven is still, nobody's lost anything. Like, they still have that. So that's nice. They do. All right. You know, I'm kind of parched. 
We've we've done a lot of talking tonight. I had to do a lot more talking than usual because there's no Aaron around. I right. I'm actually probably getting a little bit sick. You know, I I work in a school, so oh. getting all that. I probably should just go out. I need to go buy some ginger ale. The I think the best one out there is Canada Dry, personally. Um, so I'm gonna go out after we're done, and I'm gonna go buy some Canada Dry. So. Sounds good, Tracy. <laughs> and that's the song, of course, that we're covering for next week. So. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for joining us and see you next week. See you next week, everybody. Thanks. That was fun. Don't forget. No regrets. Except maybe. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.